0: Our new podcast sponsor is BarkBox.com forward slash happy. Let me tell you how happy I am about BarkBox. A lot of, you know, we have a puppy named Walter and he gets into everything. If he is not entertained, BarkBox delivers a monthly subscription of three to four toys and treats to our home every month. And the best part is, they tested them all on their own pets. So you know they're the best. And right now, my listeners get a free box with every six month subscription. Just head over to barkbox.com forward slash happy. Hopefully, you'll be happy too. Hi, I'm Michaela, a psychotherapist. Hi, I'm Savannah, not a psychotherapist. Welcome to our podcast, Be You, Find Happy, real life conversations about life and the pursuit of happiness. Thank you so much for coming back to the BU Find Happy podcast. I am so excited to share with you our guest today, Shireen, from Law of Positivism on Instagram. I originally connected with her uh, about a year ago, and her posts every day are so inspirational and so positive and happy focused that I definitely made it a mission to reach out to her and try to um, share some of her beautiful insights with you. Ironically, she is in Sweden and I am obviously in Northern California. So as it would work out, we recorded the podcast at like nine o'clock at night, my time, 7 a.m. her time, 6 a.m. her time. And I'm really thankful for that because her energy is so peaceful and so calm. And I was glad that I was winding down my day to really get to take in everything she shared. And thank you, Shireen, for being on this podcast. I'm so hopeful to have her back because I feel like there's so much more to tap into. But I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. Thank you so much for, for being willing to be on this podcast. It means a tremendous
1: amount. Of course. It's, it's a really good podcast. So I'm excited to talk to you and to see what, what we discuss and, and what things we get to learn today. Oh,
0: wonderful. Well, I've been following you for quite some time. And I just have to say you are definitely one of my favorite Instagram accounts. Oh,
1: <laughs> thank you so much. That makes it makes me very happy.
0: <laughs> Absolutely love that. Um, energetically, I feel I feel like and maybe it's just because at the root, we, all, we are all connected. But um, every time you, you do a post, I'm like, that is exactly what I needed to hear today.
1: That's so good. Yeah, I, I try to always f- feel and, and just channel whatever, whatever is coming through. And, and I think that when you see something, it's really synchronicity that you really need to see those words at that point of time. So. That, that it, makes me happy. <laughs>
0: it's it's beautiful that you even use the term synchronicity because i've I've literally been explaining, I've I've literally been using that term to explain events that have been happening in my life lately, as yeah. there's no other explanation for it other than some sort of universal synchronicity.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's beautiful. So I have.
0: I have so many things on the list that I want to pick your brain about, but one of the yes. things that's coming up for me right now is um, how do you kind? You described, you know, seeing the word, so to speak. How do you kind of tap into what what messages are coming through? How how does that work? For and maybe we should back up and, and have you explain, you know, tell people a little bit about who you are, Shereen, and, and all that you do with Law of Positivism on Instagram.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, so uh, I'm from Sweden, and um, currently I i am working as a yoga teacher, uh, teaching both Hatha Yoga and Yin Yoga. Um, I also teach... Uh, work with uh, Reiki healing and uh, yeah love positivism which which has been a big part of my life for a couple of years now is is how I reach out on a bigger scale because I just wanted to have a, a, a medium or a, or a channel to reach out to more people you can do so much one-to-one with someone but you can also uh, have a even bigger impact through using social media in a positive and and uh, uplifting way so yeah so i i've been when i started love positivism i felt the urge to share whatever what, what i've learned uh, and what i've when what i used the tools i used uh, through my journey so when i started love positivism i i just uh set an intention to be open to uh channeling clear messages uh maybe in the beginning i thought uh it was my words and my 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 own knowledge and wisdom, but also after a while, I noticed that the words were flowing in a different way, and I could write things that I never. I I usually try to not put so much logic into what I'm writing. Um I'm just trying to feel and and to to express something that is uh higher than the the logical mind.
0: I think I think that's a uh, a beautiful thing and that and I feel that there are um, some people who have and we can we can circle back on this later, but have mm. awoken to the process of kind of letting go to let in, if that makes yeah. any sense.
1: Exactly. And, um,
0: yeah. And, and I i I kind of can relate even to what you're talking about because there have been times where I've done a morning meditation and then gone to do a daily post. And all of a sudden mm. the message is so clear on what needs to go with that particular photo in that moment. And then someone will reach out to me and say, Oh my gosh, you know, your post today. And I'm, mm. and I think in my, in my mind, if I'd been, if I'd been forcing this in any kind of way and not just letting, letting go to let in, I wouldn't have had that message. I would have I would have been forcing something else.
1: Exactly. Because we the, the mind can be so limited by um by thoughts and beliefs that might not be our own and we're colored by this programmed thoughts. So when we go beyond that um we can really channel something higher and and that could be our own inner wisdom but also something higher than that um but we i think also what really really um, comes through for me is also going through things daily um, meeting challenges getting insights experiencing synchronicities i i usually write from my own experience so as i'm writing it it's not just advice for everyone else it's advice for myself as well i'm <laughs> i'm i'm listening to what i need to hear through my writing so it's it's uh, always comforting to get that that those messages
0: So as a, as a person who's like-minded in, in that way, I also feel very powerfully driven to writing and, um, Mm. it's always been a very therapeutic outlet or we could tell. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: It's beautiful. So, so
0: how do, so how do you tap into these messages? Um, these kind of words that come to you and how do you create the space to hear them in such a busy modern world?
1: Yeah we are very busy and and my days are usually uh, it it varies but usually uh, busy and I try to to slow down in between work and and uh, everything else that I'm doing and just to uh i think being in nature is very important that's when i ground myself also um, i i usually in the mornings uh really set the intention for the day to start the day uh, in a good way and and to also uh be very intentionally open to receiving uh, messages and and clear uh clear words that i can express uh, so I think if you are willing to open up um, and you really put your heart into it, it just comes to you and, and it really varies. Sometimes it can be when I'm just contemplating or I'm in silence, but sometimes it's just when it happened or I'm experiencing some feeling or emotion or someone says something to me or I see something, I see clearly a situation that I need to um transform into uh, a message um, that's when i i get the inspiration to write also so it's it's really based on on experiencing and also um receiving in between uh all the busy things in life oh yes that's
0: that's beautiful i know you've i know you've worked Um, in the shaman world and the Reiki world, you mentioned spending time in nature. Do you do Shinrin Roku like forest bathing or what is your how do you spend time in nature?
1: So it's it's not uh, so advanced. Um, I try to uh, on a daily basis walk uh, close to um, the lakes and uh, being a little bit in the forest just to just to be there and to experience and to come back to my roots because otherwise we are is where you live but here we, we have a lot of we have the possibility to walk everywhere and to take our bikes everywhere we, we're not like confined in within like walls and in a car so it's positive in that way here in here in Sweden um, but we also tend to walk from one place to another and not experience the nature in between. So I'm trying to soak up everything when I'm on my bike. I try to walk outside during my breaks and, and just to be there. And I love to to just uh, look at the trees and the leaves and everything. And just if it, it, sometimes I just get the urge to, to put my hands on the... Um, on the trees or or just touch the leaves or the grass and and just to feel the the energy that that mother earth always is there to provide Mm. So I what, that's one of the things, but and when it gets warmer here in Sweden, which we had uh, six months of, of cold winter here, <laughs> but now when it yes, gets warmer, yes, we had a long
0: winter as well. <laughs> you too.
1: <laughs> it's been it's it, it's really challenging. I think that's when we get out from I, I I've been trying to be outside anyways, but it's not as easy to be longer periods of time in nature and to sit down because it's it's freezing. But when when the spring and the summer comes it's really just being outside as much as possible and um, putting your feet onto the ground or yeah with your hand uh, touch the nature directly not just observe it just be in it because we're made from the fabric of mother earth Uh, so we have like this grounded body that is one with the earth but we also have this spirit that is is up there somewhere, yes. one with the universe. So yes. we, we have to balance in life. and we can't always be up up because then you you feel like an alien and then you can you can't just be here down, down and, and just feel like you're like stuck here. It's like finding a balance.
0: Oh, I love that. I just, I just absolutely love that. And I love that you point out that it can just be the simplicity of it for people who might be listening that live in a busy city. It can simply be when you're walking, you know, from your car to the building, just noticing the things around you. And I I love that it's, it's readily available to everyone if they're willing to invite that in. Thanks. Yeah. I noticed. I noticed in my life, I have like these spirit animals that come to me and Mm -hmm. (laughs) they hang around in, you know, for a period of time. And I know they have a message a couple years ago, I was driving down the road. It was late raining. Um, My son was in the backseat very young at the time. Mm -hmm. And I thought there was like a trash bag in the middle of the road. And so I, I don't even know why I stopped, but I stopped and I got out. And as I got closer, I realized it was an owl. In the middle oh. of the road, <gasps> and it was just staring right at me. And we we had a long, uh, you know, maybe maybe five ten seconds of just pure eye to eye contact, and then it flew away.
1: Wow, and that's
0: now,
1: powerful. That's wisdom.
0: <laughs> and I really, really and I nice. get this often. I get these spirit animals that come to me in those kind of ways—hummingbirds uh, and hawks. They're usually oh. birds of some sort, and they uh, feel. Blessed in that way yeah. that I'm, um, that I've, and you've described this before, and I want to get into this, but the waking up and kind of the path to clarity. And I really mm. feel like that's a part of me that has done enough work to get to have the gift of those messages in that way.
1: Yeah. And animals are really powerful. They they are here also for a different, a different reason than us, but they also have this amazing um they are not in their logical minds uh, that's not how they operate they're so s- synced with the 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 earth and with the universe and they are there to also teach us something to so that's one of the things about nature it's not just the trees and 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 the grass and the bushes, it's also about uh, observing animals. We can learn so much from animals and it's really powerful that they appear to you in physical form as well. Sometimes it can be in dreams that you see animals or you start thinking about an animal. Um, But yeah, it's really, you can learn a lot and they are also helping us to understand ourselves more and to to teach us how to... uh, connect and to to live so it's really nice
0: absolutely i i completely wholeheartedly agree so so how does this waking up work like if somebody's listening and they they want to tap into this kind of more spiritual side or you know this more in tune grounded or or energetically universal side of themselves how do they wake up to this how do they filter out to find the path to clarity that you've talked about in the past
1: I think the waking up is, the, the path for each person is different. And I think uh, if, if we, you know how it is, if you uh, want something really bad, like you, you, you're in that space that you don't have this, but you want it, yes. then, then you know you're, you're, you're putting out a, a, a energy that is of lack to the universe, then you continue being in that mode, but if you just release and let go, uh, just being aware that you want to walk the path is enough it's it's like you don't always need to do a million things let things come to you instead so of course you can take your own actions to start um, doing some some uh, rituals and practices that that you connect with but all, all type of practices are not. Uh, it doesn't fit everyone either. It's it's like you have to find your own way, um, and sometimes we don't realize. Uh, and I, I I see and hear this a lot, uh, also through my Instagram, that things are really tough in someone's life. Things are not working. Um, they're disappointed at things in their lives. But that that is one one thing that can actually help you to uh th- that is what you need on your path, and sometimes it is when I really think that when you've went through a lot of difficult things that's when you find something deeper within you that that it always uh, always sustains you and and it's it's always there and you maybe you you didn't know it before everything happened in your life, and sometimes we maybe we need to work with those shadows and your what's happened in your life to to go deeper within and yeah sometimes it can be like um something traumatic but sometimes it can be also a pattern in your life that is reoccurring that you start working with that and you face that fear or shadow or um, something that is deep with because sometimes we're also again blocked by our when we're always up in the mind we don't I, I i see it as taking an elevator down from your mind down to your heart that's when you when you feel your body when you feel your emotions um you that's that's a way of just waking up like it's like children if you look at children they they are not they they don't they're not up in their mind they just do what they feel like and and they they see the world. Without be like it's not their their vision is clear and I think that's important also how how we how we speak to children and what we expose them to is is really important keep that clear mind so you know like being in touch with your I was right I wrote about the third eye the other day just being seeing clear, it's not, it's not our physical eyes that can have like you can, you can read and you can study and all of that. Uh, but there's also a inner wisdom and, and a knowledge that you carry with you from your roots that you need to get in touch with. So um, the path is very different. Um, but just being aware is good, but not feeling that you are in lack or that you are not where you should be spiritually, because then, then you're resisting what you want to achieve. And awakening is different for everyone. In this lifetime, awakening could be one thing for one person. That, that's what their soul needs this lifetime. Another person maybe needs to go to a monastery to, to awaken. It's, it's, yeah. so, it's so diverse.
0: Just, just listening to you talk, I have to say it like warms me inside my heart.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, I
0: feel like you, you have so much, um, so much gift in the way of what you're, of your words and what you're saying. And I'm sure anybody listening will feel that coming through as well. And it, and I feel so honored because it's so much bigger than just um, your posts on Instagram, but to hear your inflection and, and your spirit from within is just amazing. Um, Thank you. You mentioned, yeah, you mentioned <laughs> that um, the greatest, what I kind of took away from it is that sometimes the greatest change can come from a space of uncomfortability. Yeah. And, and exactly. I
1: love that. It gives And it hope. happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. We we need to keep like understand that things that happen really happen for our benefit, although in the moment maybe it doesn't feel like that. And we all go through we all have things to to uh, work with and to we we all are going through different things in life. So we we need to just, it's also about letting go of control, because I think control is is really something that many of us need to struggle with. Uh, so being,
0: I, I actually yeah. wrote that down and <laughs> underlined it. I wrote, let go, underlined okay. because as you were talking, I'm like, that is a message that I really need to listen to. And I don't think I yeah. listen to it as well as I should be. I... I get myself into a lot of pickles trying to control everything,
1: <laughs> and Exactly. I, I create a
0: lot of anxiety from that too.
1: It's it's really yeah. It does create anxiety because anxiety is also like trying to trying to control something and thereby running away from where you are right now. And we that's not what we want. We want to be here and here and now. We don't want to. Um, Try to. And usually, it, it's you can't control anything outside of you. It is things happen in life. You have to, you have to accept that. You, if what if what if we came into this life and we knew everything that would happen. And we just had everything planned out and we knew Tuesday at eight o'clock, this will happen. (laughs) Imagine (laughs) living life like that. We didn't come to this life to to have everything planned out. We came to this life to experience it like this, to not be conscious. Maybe our soul has some intuition and some knowledge about the challenges that it wanted to, to uh, experience, but we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to know everything. Um, so i think just letting go and just uh, uh surrender to to life and to ourselves it's it, it takes a lot of weight out uh, away from you
0: it does and i've and i've actually had to actually physically say what can you what are you trying to do right now why are you trying to control this and what will you open up for yourself if you just let go and the answer more often than not is that I'm going to open up a realm of possibilities if I let go of some of the control
1: exactly yeah I think that I
0: think that's my soul's journey
1: in this lifetime (laughs) (gasps) that's good that's good that you know and maybe maybe it is and then you get through that and then you have a next uh, next thing that you need to work on so it's a constant <laughs> working and then I mean most of us does, don't live in in the mountains and and meditate all our lives so we're here for a reason
0: so the funny thing is I live in the mountains and, <laughs> and, and pretty far away from any grocery stores or anything so I am spending quite a bit
1: you are I don't
0: think that's an accident because I, re- I relocated about 10 years ago from san diego from the city so
1: oh, that's <laughs> was, nice
0: yeah it was it was my life journey going nope you're you you're <laughs> supposed to be back there sorry honey get your little back to the
1: mountains <laughs> exactly it's so beautiful it's powerful the mountains are so powerful wow um,
0: Mentioned about children, and I was—I had the biggest smile on while you were saying that the other day. Yeah. My son, um, he chose to wear neon green socks to his <laughs> baseball game, and I was like, you know what? You be you. Go ahead, wear what you want to wear. And all the moms were like, that looks so great with their with their baseball outfits. He should, you know, they should all wear. <laughs> And it really reminded me about how free spirited they are, and they don't yeah. walk around with the judgments that we do, or the fears that we we create as we get older. I think
1: exactly. It's really they are so pure. I it was recently I saw. I think it was in connection to to International Women's Day, but I saw. I think it was a Norwegian uh, uh, film, a, a short. Uh, commercially you know, that where where they had boys and girls um they got a task to uh, to collect uh, different color uh, of uh, put it into containers and they were they were different uh, pairs of boys and girls and then um yeah they they were organizing it together c- uh, collaborating and it was really nice to see and then in the end um they got a reward and uh, the girls got like half uh, half um uh, a bowl of uh, candy and the huh. boys got a full bowl of candy oh and uh, and wh- you should see their faces when they receive it because <sighs> they look at each other and and the boy is surprised that he has more, more. and the girl girl is like also surprised why she would and then how they reflect upon it it's like both the girls and boys said but that's not fair why should i we did the same work why should why should she get less than me and they willingly uh, gave from their own bowl and that's what I mean they know right from wrong from the beginning yes they are not selfish they are not motivated by by greed or or they don't know those concepts so it's we can learn a lot from children
0: (laughs) oh it's you're absolutely so so right I have a seven-year-old and I am constantly amazed at you know what what he teaches me about life. And like you said, even right from wrong and, and, and how much he picks up on and, and we can kind of, this will be a great segue into the topic of empaths, but um, you know, he, he just seems to know if I'm Mm -hmm. having a time where I need, I love you, mommy, or something like Mm -hmm. that. He just, he just intuitively offers up this, this, um, this, support. And, and I just don't see that in adults so naturally like that.
1: No, exactly. They, they are just the pure love. And we also have to see that we have been, been that as well. Like our soul has been in a smaller and more clear body as well. So we can always go, come back to that. Uh, And, and they are really, they they say that children are really uh, clear seeing and clairvoyant and and very empathic because i mean their soul has just entered and i it's really true what you say also i think rather than we it, us adults thinking that we need to teach children stuff but they are here <laughs> to teach us <laughs> they Absolutely. are our teachers <laughs>
0: i had my son later in life i was 30 you know i guess i guess that's not later anymore these days but i was 30 and i you know i'm so glad that i did not miss this life opportunity because i really feel that he has added such a tremendous amount to my world experience and my human experience Mm -hmm. and um and also even just you know the fear of like you said we have to be careful what we do you know say to them and stuff because they do soak it all in and and even that's been you know part of my process for sure as a mom the mom guilt thing So you talk about clairvoyance and, and, you know, being an empath and, and obviously you, you definitely have, um, have attained that. Can mm -hmm. you talk about what an empath is? I know people hear this buzzword, but what does that really mean?
1: Yeah. So I can speak from my own experience. Um, and empaths i think definitely empaths are born like this because you you can remember things from childhood maybe all of us had an empathic uh, um, trait all children are sensitive i think so you can remember maybe uh, i can remember feeling what uh, others were feeling like what my parents were feeling. It also, sometimes feeling like you know what they're thinking. You can hear the, their words, so it's like and then taking that on. That's that's the that we have to work with. I think I posted a a video yesterday uh, on an empath's journey throughout the day. It's on Facebook. Um, I, you, you, you are like a sponge. So, and you, all, all people have different purposes in 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 this lifetime. I think empathy is to really clear out uh, all the emotions and uh, things that are happening in the world. But we just need to know what to do with with that to uh, transmute it. It's like you you need to. Um, be aware that you are soaking up so much and sometimes also protecting your energy body from soaking up everything. Because I think many of us, we're like exhausted in the end of the day, especially if we've been around a lot of different people and characters and stress and and everything. I In my past uh, works, I could really... I, I, it was really hard for me to be in in an area where, uh, like like the dining rooms or the, the yeah the cafeterias, because I could feel everyone's stress. Uh, although yeah. everyone seemed happy and and, and chatting and talking, I could feel that un- underneath yeah. people were really stressed out, and it, it really affected me. Um, so, but that's when I started realizing also at that time when when I was exposed to it that. Yeah, I'm really sensitive to other people's feelings, and, and uh, I really need to feel strong and energized to be around. Uh, that for too long. So I need to regain energy. I can't be depleted and and go go into that area. Then I will get even more depleted. You get very tired. You can sleep like 11 hours and just feel (laughs) you're not getting the rest. So I really um, practiced on managing that. And I think um, the, the empathy part also it is closely tied to your spiritual practice and journey i think it got more and more clear you open up even more when you when you are uh, you, you're conscious about what you're eating and putting into your you're you're eating from a high vibration and you you you're trying to nourish your body and and at the same time you're also uh doing your physical practices you're Um, tuning in and the more you do that the more you open up and the more you can feel and sense but also you maybe you've been you had those traits I I remember that from being a child that that I was like that but what's what's uh, what's really uh, amazing now is that we have so much knowledge about that and it ties together with the uh, highly sensitive person Traits as well.
0: So it's. I'm just sitting here and I'm. I'm nodding. I wish you could see that. (laughs) (laughs) We're a couple thousand miles apart. Um, Yeah. You know, as a psychotherapist, on my therapy days, I've actually felt if I have any kind of like underlying, like flu or anything respiratory or anything like that going on. That. Yeah not 100% on par. At the end of my therapy days, I feel a physical headache um, mm-hmm. from, I think, just taking on so much of what they're, you know, of what they're sharing. And I've mm-hmm. noticed even recently, my husband's been incredibly stressed with what's going on at his work. and um, And I feel this like, almost like I mean it sounds almost like a heart attack to say, but like an elephant mm-hmm. on my chest. And yeah. you know, people will say, Well, is there something you're stressed about? And I say, No, there's not anything I'm really that I can think of that I'm very stressed about. But I think it's because I'm taking on everyone else and not properly and I and my yoga practice hasn't been what it probably should be this week and the last two weeks. And so I, I mm-hmm. think I've been taking it on and not clearing it, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely get physical um, symptoms from uh, taking on others' emotions, and that's a part of also being a healer. That you, if you if you are healing someone, to to know what they are feeling and where they need the healing, it's it's part of that. And I think if if you are an empath, certain certain jobs can be tougher because if you're Yeah, I I relate to to the getting a headache. Like, I I just remember strongly a conversation with a friend, which in the end, like after an hour, I had such a headache because, and I never get headaches like that. It was so clear that this conversation, uh, the energy of it, the words, the... The, the the what what she was feeling it was <laughs> and I, I was in a sensitive environment then because there was a lot of other people around the whole area so um mm-hmm. uh, so being very uh, very clear um with yourself uh, having your emotional uh, and uh, energetic boundaries and also maybe using i've been i've been using crystals for uh many years now i think certain crystals really help to protect uh, our energetic field also. Um, and then also realizing that maybe we have this empathic uh, gift. Uh, I, I can feel my empathic uh, uh, side is really beneficial when when I can also uh, maybe put my hand on someone because then I feel that I, I can... Uh, instead of just soaking up and listening and hearing uh, i ground down that person through it's a part of maybe of of the reiki practice but reiki, uh, right, yeah. yeah because yesterday i was in a situation where i was sitting in a waiting room and uh, a girl came in and was very upset and sad and she was in pain um and and i could directly feel what she was feeling so as she was crying, I I I and I didn't know her, but I got very teared up and had had tears myself, and I, I just felt overwhelmed. And the only thing that calmed me down is to sit next to her and just to uh, to comfort her and to uh, ground her down and and to hold her hand. And I think maybe we need to feel that to also push ourselves to. Um, Take action and to help other people because it, it, the the worst thing is when you're empath is that you know what's going on, and one one thing that is tough is feeling really misplaced in the world. You feel like the world is so rough, and and you, I mean you can't watch the news, you can't watch uh, violent things on TV and things. Mm-hmm. I've like you're you're sometimes exposed to things like that, but. You, you when you come back to the source that this is uh, a gift and that you instead of it's hard but instead of being feeling uh, helpless that you can actually help people maybe one or two and it, it will help to uplift them and to uplift you then then you regain energy but also being very mindful that you need to have maybe your uh, being alone sometimes is really good to just feel yourself like, okay, are you really feeling taking on other people's emotions, Right. Um, finding a balance?
0: It's, it's interesting that you mentioned the physical touch, because I do think that even for both grounding the other person, but even for receiving, I know, you know, just a hug from my husband or a hug from my son can reset me so yeah. quickly <laughs> it's, it's amazing how how that can happen how that yeah can really just kind of i don't know what it is it's probably just an energetic diffusing or something that happens
1: yeah also think. the connection is is when we connect we also live in a world where people are disconnected when we connect and we uh we bond and and yeah you have the family and maybe you have good friends or like-minded people when you connect you somehow also calm down uh, mm. everything
0: I think it's interesting you mentioned the empaths helping people and and mm. sometimes I feel like man why couldn't I have just been an accountant
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would have been much easier but I guess I didn't pick that for this life journey.
1: <laughs> no, and I think you wouldn't be happy because it would be too illogical and too square. And it, it, it you're, it, we, we're meant to maybe people in in this life. Although it's, well, you're empathic, so you you get drawn to those type of professions also.
0: Right, right, yes, yeah. And and when you're not living your inner truth, I think it it screams loudly in so many ways exactly and if you don't listen you just seem to get shoved into it.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> nope, you're going this way whether you like it or not.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um really. well I just I love I love all of that and and there's and I would know we have a like a little bit of time left so I, wa- I wanted to ask you about you know, I know that you're big into astrology. You've studied that. And I totally geek out on astrology. So where I live here in the mountains, I can see all of the stars and we'll go to the mm-hmm. desert in the winter time, And, you know, I, I can spend hours just, you know, in that space. But one of the things that I first heard about 10 years ago from my first kind of life mentor, she said, Oh, don't worry. It's just that Mercury's in retrograde retrograde and I, I was like what is she talking about but then I started kind of you know researching a little bit and and using that term and now it's really kind of a joke like people people are like very aware of mercury retrograde when I first started saying that term people look at me like I fell from the moon but uh, can can you talk a little bit about what is mercury retrograde what mercury in retrograde what does it do how does it happen
1: so yeah it's it's really a, it happens quite often <laughs> as we can we can see it doesn't mean that our life should stop but uh, it's it it just appears that mercury in the sky is moving backwards but it has to do with it's more physics so it has to do with the uh, with the distance from the earth uh, that it changes so it's like you know you're if you're driving on the highway and you have a car further away from you the speed is looks different than if you're close sure. to the car and and it appears that you're like passing it's 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 just like um but astro- astrologically and energetically uh mercury is is the uh, messenger so that's like the the messenger of the gods and it's really fast paced it it rules our mind our communication it's you know it's the ruler of gemini and virgo which are very mind oriented signs it's it's really about paying attention to details it's it's uh, it's about taking shorter trips it's about uh, our neighbors and siblings it's it's it, it has a lot in it but um, what we usually experience during a mur- Mercury retrograde is like our mind, for once, slows down. So wow. it's a really nice period because our our everything just starts. It's it's like we're not as maybe sharp as as usual, and it really depends also on your own constitution and your own chart and where it lands and all of those things so but you within ourselves we are not meant during a mercury retrograde to be like starting new things and and to to be totally active and and try to get things done and and retrogrades are there for us too it's like yin and yang it's like active and being passive it's about uh, being uh, the giver or the receiver it's it's like during retrogrades uh, we just need to slow down and be more conscious and when you're aware of it you can handle the retrogrades much easier but if you just keep on going in the same pace and and expecting that everything is gonna work exactly uh, how it always does that that's when we when we get some blockages and some some unexpected things <laughs> yeah frustrations because this retrograde and still since mercury is still in its shadow period it's it's really been like computers uh, phones, things like that. For me personally, has been yes, uh, not really yes <laughs> working as as usual, and and, uh, and it's also about writing and communicating. So we we're, we're not uh, we we need to sit down and reevaluate, rethink certain things. Maybe a couple of weeks ago we were like totally sure about one thing, that we're like maybe just trying to review it and. Mm-hmm. Not taking a decision, but just trying to slow down and really thinking through because usually we don't do that, we just like go on and on and just uh, go with uh, it, yeah. don't hit the brakes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, during the retrogrades, uh, the Mercury retrograde, it's uh, it things small things like it can be s- certain delays when you're traveling um and it does it doesn't mean that it happens to everyone exactly the same way because it depends on where it lands in your chart and what aspects it makes with with your planets but generally this is what they say so uh, maybe avoid uh, signing totally new contracts because maybe um you haven't read things you, you think you are you're so sharp in your mind but during that time you're not so maybe you miss uh, important details and things like that but we have so we have now uh, mercury uh, moving forward again but it's also tracing back the same degrees uh, that it passed so this is the third time it goes through these degrees in this sign it's
0: it's just mind-boggling to me all of the intricate details but it is so real and true even just from a basic um you know if you fall into this sign in the zodiac and you meet someone that's got the same sign there are similar qualities between you i had Mm -hmm. i had my chart read from my birth location and time um at the end of 2018. And, you know, she was able, and this was a complex chart that she laid out for me, but um, she was able to tell me with very specific, like, this is what's going to be happening for you during this time. And this is what's going to be happening for you. And, and even if I wasn't a complete, you know, believer and someone who geeks out on this stuff, I, I mean, there has been so many, you can't describe what has held, it's just so spot on.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really a science and a tool for us. It's a, it's a tool to uh, navigate in this life. So it's like a universal map. And I think when I, I started using astrology as a tool to understand myself better and, and then I use it now to just, just having these uh, on my Instagram, just these uh, general forecasts and to, to understand also like highlighting that we are not, we're not alone in this universe and earth is not just uh, uh, here randomly. And we have, we, I mean, we have so many planets and, and celestial bodies around us that are constantly, we're affecting each other. Everything is connected. So, we we can't be so disconnected and thinking there's nothing above like when you look up in the sky then it's that's there it's empty space it's not right <laughs> everything is energy so
0: i yeah. i uh i actually i think people are starting to kind of wake up to the the power of, of these other planets and things like that. But I was, and I want to I circle back on the power of the moon too, but I was in the um, California Academy of Sciences in San Francisco with my son and they have a planetarium thing there. And we watched um, this 3D movie on dark matter. And oh. I felt completely, I, I can't even describe it, but you know the fact that we've not been able to touch it smell it, test it, but it's everywhere. It's in everything. It's all around us. It's literally holding the foundation. It is the foundation of the universe. And, um, and I was so enthralled by that. And then, um, to come to find out they're putting a large camera on a mountain in Chile to try to film Mm. this, to try to capture a picture of it. And uh, to me, it just seemed like almost like godlike that the dark matter is almost godlike. It, it is everything. Yeah. It's it's
1: all it's it is the all um,
0: exactly. Yeah, it was That's... really mind
1: blowing. Yeah, when you think about the universe, it's mind blowing because they're like, we, we're so we're so restricted in our thinking. Sometimes we just walk around, you know, in our everyday life and we think that (laughs) what we see here is it. But imagine when when humans didn't, I mean, astrology and things like that were also uh, have been there before like this type of science came before we could take pictures and have satellites and things like that. There was like a knowing because we are from that. So we, of course we have inner wisdom about that but if you just look at the universe it it's amazing if you if you think about just the shape of that it's like a circular celestial god is round and 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 it's so perfectly shaped like that and yes we just we just accept it but and we don't think like how? Like, there must be a consciousness behind this. Or do we think everything is random? Our Our life is random? This universe is just randomly there. It's, it's, it's so big and you, it's really mind-blowing. I, I get very excited when I think about it.
0: I know. I literally could spend an hour with you talking just about that. <laughs> I, I really could. Um, and then so to circle back on the moon, you know, being our yeah. most close celestial connection um and the power of our own moon is incredible i think about how you know fish feeding and how they how they feed on on that and the tides and and feminine cycles and how completely connected we are to this rock you know
1: yeah it's crazy it's crazy because in our body we are yeah in the female body when we are balanced we are going with the moon and if you think about month months it's the, it's the the cycle of the moon so we have been very conscious about its its phases and its uh, cycles and i yeah there is a connection i think we connect to the moon um i, I it's it's almost unexplainable but the connection to the moon is so strong the, the sun is very um, it's everyone can connect to the sun because we can directly feel it on our body and right. we, we know when it's warm or cold. But the moon is something beyond that. It's like below the surface. It's something yeah. that connects deeper with us and it's an intelligence. And um, it really... I mean, we had the new moon yesterday and it's like directly you can feel... That, that there's a shift and and that something is is uh, starting over and uh how uh, how it affects other people as well that are maybe not aware of the moon phases so uh it's really it's really an, a great uh resource for us the moon
0: well, and even the animals, you can see. And so we yeah. kind of circle back to that. Animals are so in, intuitively connected to the moon in so many ways. Um, so they're listening beneath like you're describing. I I got married on a waxing gibbous oh, okay. <laughs> intentionally <laughs> um, so that our love would grow.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: um, yeah, it's um, I think it's, I think it's just really one of those things that um, I'm thankful that more lately people, you know, they seem to be, they don't think you're too woo woo when you, you know, when you start to talk about it now, I think they're like, yeah, there's something to this, you know, there is something here.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm thankful. The knowledge (laughs) is out. Yeah, me too. The knowledge is spreading and, and uh, it's, I mean, the moon affects the physical, waters also. So, so people are aware, but it's just taking that to a deeper level. Sometimes it can be hard, but people notice it in their sleep and how, how they feel if they really get in touch with that.
0: Yes. Yes. It's absolutely so true. Well, I, I have, I can't believe I've just taken an hour of your time. I I just feel so blessed to have gotten to sit here and just talk with you like this. It's really a gift.
1: Thank you so much. It was really a nice talk and I'm I'm happy to share and to also to listen to your wisdom and knowledge because it's really nice to connect in in that way. We we all need to connect more, I think. I feel
0: like you're like the Alan Watts of my time. <laughs> <laughs> like you you really Thank you really you. have this gift Shereen. that's just so impressive and powerful and and what's beautiful is that you're using it to touch so many people's lives in such a positive way um, and so i i hope that you that you continue to share this with the world in, in the way that you are and it sounds like you're doing great self-care to be able to continue to
1: Yes yeah, thank you so much I'm really grateful and and I hope to connect uh, again.
0: Oh I I would absolutely love to to get t- to to uh, pick your brain more on all things astrology yeah. <laughs> and otherwise. So I I really do appreciate you taking the time and I know it's early in your day on Saturday and late in my day on Friday. Um, yeah, but
1: I just I amazing. Feel
0: so blessed to to have technology for this. me, too. <laughs> to get together, yeah, with you
1: truly. Like yeah, imagine how far we are nine hours apart and we can speak okay. like this. It's it's truly a blessing,
0: it really is. It, it is, <laughs> and so this is the one piece of technology that I do love.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm glad me too. That
0: Mercury is out of retrograde, <laughs>
1: so that our conversation yes. went pretty smooth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it was perfect.
0: Oh, well. I will talk to yeah. you soon and thank you so much. Thank you. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. Da, 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 da. For more inspiration, check out our links. Bye bye. Bye bye.